Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. They score! Bring out the Zamboni! Refreshed by Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. Welcome back to Blue Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you to the top of the hour. It is our pleasure to welcome to the program as he joins us every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN, Chris Kerber, voice of the blues. Kerbs, good morning. How do you do? How do you do? Tim, doing great. Uh, bus is uh, leaving here in just a little bit, about 45 minutes to the airport, and we'll we'll head to Chicago and see if we can get the Blackhawks going and Make this a three-game win streak, a four-game win streak. It uh, was something else. Loved the call at the end last night. I don't know uh, if you can recall having uh, to watch a team you're calling uh, kill off nearly two minutes worth of what turned into a six-on-three, but that's what you had as the Avalanche just tried and came up short of tying that game and forcing overtime. Absolutely borderline, like, breathtaking to watch, uh, especially considering how long it went on. Your analysis of the way that one wrapped up. Well, to be honest with you, when we get into Chicago, I'm going to pull it up on the computer and rewatch it just to make sure you didn't miss anything because everything was going so doggone fast. But it was such a, an amazing thing. Mike Van Ryan had a, had a you know, during the timeout, he kind of had a plan of what he wanted the guys to do for the five on for the five on three, and he told me after the game he goes, but the moment it became six on three, he goes, sort of all bets are off, and he goes, then it just becomes get your body in front of anything and block everything, and the way that the way that Mikula, the way that Pareko, the way that, that that all three guys on the ice just were uh, amazing and it jumped in front of things, and yeah, you got to get a little puck luck every now and then. The Avs missed some nets. You know, but that, that's okay. They're superstars. They're human, too. Mm-hmm. And and the reality, Tim, though, is like, to me, that whole thing, the, the penalty kill was highlighted to me by two plays. Well, I guess three if you consider winning the faceoff one of them. So, Ryan O'Reilly, when it's still five on three, wins the faceoff. Huge. And then Colton Pareko started to skate. And he, he picked that puck up behind the net, and nobody could catch him. He got it up the ice. And, and there was a moment where, if you remember it, it looked like it was going to be a two-on-one. Yep, yep. But... Right, but at, but at that point in time, you know, Colton says, "Now I'm just going to hold up because I think if that had been in the second period, O'Reilly and Colton are going in on a two-on-one, right? But in that point in time in the game, it could end up being like a, you know, a four-on-two, a five-on-two going back the other way if they miss the net or if something goes wrong there. So he smartly just dumps it in, and you get back and regroup. There was one opportunity where those guys could get off the ice." And it just didn't uh, develop because Colorado's you know, transition game was so doggone good. But then the other play to me was just the absolute pasting with about 14 seconds to go of Pareko just putting you know, McKinnon right into the glass. Yeah. And, I, and I, I love that play. 
a ton right in there. That was just we're leaving it all out there and getting it done. And what what a spectacular win! Well, I guess you no, know, we got. I mean, you got to throw so many more in there, but that save by Jordan Bennington too was unreal. So a lot of good. And I'll tell you what, uh, the, the team was feeling it. The moms were happy. Uh, it was really a neat moment after the game. I, uh, I I think that is one of my you know favorite early season Blues victories, especially considering the circumstances. You throw in uh, the way that the season had started with the losing streak. You have the mom's trip going on. You have the six on three to finish, and potentially the kind of game that not to say they're going to rattle off ten in a row, but if you do go on some kind of twelve or fifteen run, that you'll point to a Monday night in Denver and being able to hold off the Avalanche and the rush there at the end as a moment. Looking at it from a big picture standpoint, anything anything in particular you've noticed since the winning streak began Thursday against the Sharks, carried through to Las Vegas and now Colorado, that you see is different from when the Blues were having problems in that skid? Well, I, I think the, one of the things, and Craig Berube said it after the game, was you, you just look at the competitiveness, right? And, and we're winning puck battles. Uh, we're making plays. You're skating. You're playing in the offensive zone. For the first time in franchise history, they went back-to-back games without a penalty, you know, being taken. And, and I think that was huge. So I think that's a, that's, that's a very simple way of looking at it. But to me, there's other little things that happen. Who, who knew that, at least for the time being, you call up Josh Lebo and that grinding style of game that he's got with a little bit of offensive player was going to be exactly what the Ryan O'Reilly line needed, right? But then you can't necessarily just look completely at that because – the call-up of Josh Lebo coincided really with the return of Brandon Sott, right? So you get that you get that return in there, and all of a sudden that line looks different. So what happens now because you've got Brandon Sod back in the lineup and Pavel Butchnevich back in the lineup? Now you're able to put Braden Shen back at center, and this team has just been a better hockey team with him at center all the way through. And so now that settles down. You put Jordan Cairo down with Braden Shen, and instead of 18 and a half minutes a game, it's 16 and a half minutes a game. And that may not seem like too much, but the reality of it is now you're playing with Shen and Shen's going to dictate a certain style of play that you have to be. And I think, I think Jordan Cairo's last three games have been terrific for him. I mean, he, he saved a goal last yeah, night yeah. And, and there was one other specific play Tim, where he, you know, two weeks ago, he's kicking this puck into the corner and the Colorado avalanche are coming at the blues while they're changing. And instead, he held it along the wall. Three abs tried to get in there and take it on him. And eventually, they won the puck. But we had already made the line change and were able, in any good defensive posture, to play it. So there's, there's a lot of things like that that have happened here in a brief four games. With regards to something that Jeremy Rutherford writes about this morning on The Athletic, and, and it was the clusters of even strength goals. And uh, he was talking about this, and he tweeted it out last week, and you looked at it, it was so damning. Two goals against the Blue Jackets, and even though the Blues won that game to start the season, those came in 18 seconds. And then it listed it all the way through uh, the loss against Philadelphia and how three goals went in in 9.46 and three goals against the Islanders in 10.04. Now the Blues, it doesn't seem to me anyway, are in panic mode when one gets away from them and they're able to go, okay, yeah, it might be sloppy, but we're not going to let this thing get away from us. And you may have seen that with the San Jose game and now with Colorado, even with that 6-3 and three to end the game. And when you talk about what Berube is great at, uh, it's changing the team's mentality 
in a crisis. We saw what happened, of course, a few years ago, and now you see the way that the team is responding to what certainly was crisis mode just a week ago. Um, how do you analyze the, the clusters of goals and the, the way the, the team is managing any potential panic here over the last three? Well, number one, they're still getting outstanding goaltending. I mean, and Jordan Bennington, you know, has, has just been amazing, like like he was last night. So, so that's going to help you when you know you're getting good goaltending. The team can play on its toes because you're not scared to make as big a mistake because yeah. you know you got a guy back there that's going to cover up. But the second part of that, and we saw it last night after both Colorado goals, the Blues spent the next ninety seconds in the offensive zone. You know, they, they put the foot on the gas, and they, they really just kept pushing that play. So uh, I, I think really that's what you're talking about is before, yeah, the, the psyche was a little fragile. And even even great athletes have ways of confidence that go up and down. And unfortunately, we, we talked about this over the last couple of weeks, didn't we? Like, look, got to be patient here because it's just not possible for this many really good players to be this really shaky and bad at the same time and have that last. So, and I think that's what the case was. So I think the the one that got off the schneid with the first win of this, of this little win streak that put some confidence in, then they built upon it. And then they really built upon it last night. And I think my favorite quote was in our radio interview right after the game with Nico Mikola, when he finished with it and said, the blues are back. And I thought it was great because that style of play is definitely returned. and, and, And it was fun to watch. And they, they stared down a stretch in the midst of the losing streak where you're going, my God, this thing could really get away. You're going to Boston, then back-to-back, you have to go to Philadelphia, you get a little respite with a home game against the Sharks, uh, and then off to the hottest team in the league in Las Vegas, and then you got a night off, and then you're playing the defending Stanley Cup champions. If they wouldn't have been able to stop the leak, you know, all hell could break loose when you're looking at that schedule in the midst of the losing streak. So again, the team mounted the comeback at the right time, uh, and that has to get the guys fired up. To, to turn it around and then also finish a game like that when the odds are absolutely against you. I mean, the, the odds of killing that thing off for a minute 44 have to be incredibly low, and they were able to do it, especially against that team with that power play with six on three. I, I'd have to think that there is something to that carrying over. Their their power play at home going into that game was forty six point nine percent. That's just the man advantage, power, right? And they got a power play goal, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's why when when Butchnevich put the thing over the wall, the only thing that came to mind that I ended up saying on here was uh oh, mm, right? Like yeah. like I mean, I mean if if you were a hey, if you were placing like an in game bet, okay, at that point in time, right? You're you're not betting on that thing getting killed you're, unless you're really I'm getting not. nice odds of about three to one. That's that's more my math yeah. would have been. Yeah, exactly. And 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 you still, I mean, that that still would have been a tough pill to swallow. So I I think to me, you you know, if, if look, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have surprised anybody, would it? So you you, you win the first game of this three game set, right? And it you could have gone into Vegas and you could have gone into Colorado. You could have played your absolute best hockey and still lost those games. Mm-hmm. You know, like puck bounces could have changed that. So, so you could you could have ended up in a streak where you're actually having lost nine of ten, and and it didn't happen. They they really stopped the tide. And, and I'm telling you something, this coaching staff is excellent. I mean, just watching the way Craig Berube handles this team, watching the the interactions with Steve Ott and Mike Van Ryan, and now Craig McTavish haven't joined them. You know, they they. Uh, Davey Alexander has got such a grasp on 
you know, on the goaltending situation that uh, I just watching them handle it, watch the players handle it. And this is one of those kind of things, guys, where if you like you're in an aching losing streak, but if you get around this team, the panic wasn't there. There's a lot more panic from a fan standpoint than there was a, uh, a player standpoint. And that, 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 that calmness kind of came through and, uh, and thank goodness it did. Now, having said all that, you're not out of the woods yet. You can't take your foot off the gas. You know, you're still two games below 500. And yeah, while you are just five points behind Colorado for third in the division, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that can happen here. And so you got to go into Chicago and make sure that you play that same kind of game and you, and you get yourself at least back to 500. And then you're at the, then you're at the start over point. Right. So, you know, there's, you're not out of it. You put yourself in a pretty good hole, but it definitely feels a lot better now than it did just even a week and a half ago. You, know, you better believe it, man. Yeah, this time last week we were talking about the Blues going into Philadelphia, and we know what happened there. Uh, it's amazing to see what has changed, the caliber of play, and especially the fashion with which that one ended last night. Couldn't ask for much more. Chris Kerber, every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day in Chicago. It's awesome, bud. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That's Chris Kerber with us here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Don't forget, we're giving out Thomas Rhett tickets for our text of the day. Jackson is in full control, 65780. We'll read some of those coming up. And on the other side of the break, one of the most well-respected baseball writers giving his thoughts on who he could see coming to the Cardinals this offseason. You will not want to miss this. It's next on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. 